Chapter seventy five of the Story Book of Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Story Book of Science by Jean Henri Fabre. Translated by Florence Bicknell. Running Waters. I have been told, said Emile that the Rhone empties its waters into the sea. The Rhone does run into the sea, returned his uncle. It pours into it every second five million liters of water. Receiving so much water continually, does not the sea end by overflowing, like a basin when it is too full? You are out in your reckoning, my dear child the rhone is not the only river that goes to the sea in france alone there are the garonne loire seine and many less important ones and that is only a very small part of the streams that flow into the sea all the rivers in the world join it absolutely all the amazon in south america is fourteen hundred leagues long and ten leagues wide at its mouth what an immense quantity of water it must furnish imagine that all the streams in the world small as well as large the tiniest brooks no less than the enormous rivers flow unceasingly into the sea you know the little brook with the crabs in certain places emil can jump across it scarcely anywhere is the water over his knees well the brook goes to the sea exactly as the amazon does every second it casts its few liters of water into it that is all it can do but it does not dare tiny little stream to make the voyage alone and go and find the sea the immense sea all by itself it meets company on the way joins its thread of clear water to stronger streams which become rivers by joining their forces the sea-going river receives tributary streams and the sea in receiving the river drinks the tiny brook all running waters said jews brooks torrents streams rivers run into the sea without a break and that takes place all over the world so that every second the sea receives incalculable volumes of water so i come back to emil's question how is it that continually receiving so much water the sea does not overflow if when full a reservoir receives from a spring just as much as it lets out through some opening can this reservoir overflow even when water is always coming in certainly not losing as much as it receives it must always keep the same level it is the same with the sea it loses as much as it gains and therefore its level always remains the same brooks torrents streams rivers all run into the sea but brooks torrents streams and rivers also come from the sea 
they carry back to the immense reservoir what they took from it and not a drop more if the crab brook comes from the sea interposed emil as you say its waters ought to be salt but i know very well it is not in the least certainly it is not salt but the brook does not come out of the sea as the water of a ditch comes from a reservoir in coming from the sea before becoming what it is the brook has first passed through the air as clouds as clouds as clouds my little friend let us recall something i told you a while ago the heat of the sun causes water to evaporate it reduces it to something invisible to vapor that is dissipated in the air seas present a surface three times that of the dry land over these immensities there is constantly taking place an enormous evaporation raising into the air a part of the waters of the sea the vapor thus formed becomes clouds the clouds are borne in all directions letting down snow and rain this rain and melted snow penetrate the ground filter down and give birth to springs which gradually by their union become brooks streams and rivers i see why the water of brooks is not salt said jews although it comes from the sea when you put salt water in a plate in the sun only the water goes away the salt remains the vapor that rises from the sea is not salt because the salt does not go with it when it forms so streams fed by snow and rain that fall from the clouds cannot be salt what you have just told us is very remarkable uncle observed claire all watercourses rivers streams torrents brooks come from and return to the sea they come from the sea an inexhaustible reservoir that covers with its waters a surface three times larger than that of all the continents joined together from the sea whose abysses go down at some places to the depth of fourteen kilometers and receive an unceasingly the tribute of all the watercourses of the world without ever being taxed beyond their capacity the enormous surface of the sea furnishes the air with vapor which turns into clouds later these clouds dissolve in rain and chased by the wind travel like immense water-pots over the ground rendering it fertile in their turn rain and snow precipitated by the clouds give birth to the rivers that carry their waters to the sea in that way a continual current is effected which starting from the sea returns to the sea after having travelled through the atmosphere in the form of clouds watered the earth as rain and crossed continents as rivers the sea is the common reservoir of waters rivers springs fountains every little brooklet all come from and all return to it 
the water of a dewdrop the water that circulates in the sap of plants the water that forms beads of perspiration on our foreheads all come from the sea and are on their way back to it however small the little drop do not fear that it will lose its way if the arid sand drinks it up the sun will know how to draw it out again and send it to rejoin the vapor in the atmosphere and sooner or later to re-enter the ocean basin nothing is lost nothing escapes the eye of god who has measured the oceans in the hollow of his hand and knows the number of drops of water end of the running waters recording by susan morin portland maine